Aloha and welcome to another episode of the English 2.0 Podcast, the podcast for ambitious English students who want to become fluent English speakers, global communicators, and real-world English 2.0 performers. My name is Al, and thank you so much for downloading and listening today. Today, we're going to dive into another one of your questions. This is actually the 25th edition of Your Question. So thank you very much for sending me your questions or posting them or just making them available for all of us to hear because everyone can benefit. If you have a question, most likely many other people have a similar question to you. So this gives us the opportunity to learn from one another and we really appreciate that. So before we get into it, please make sure to go and download my hot idioms, 25 of them, for 2021 because, hey, the year is almost over. Just a few more weeks. Can you believe it? <laughs> so make sure to go to alsensei.com forward slash idioms and you can get that download for free when you visit alsensei.com forward slash idioms. All right. So the question today is a very interesting one. And this is one that I found posted uh, on a Facebook group. And I'm going to amend it a little bit just to make it more general. But let me read the original question and then I'll give I'll answer it kind of generally. So the question is, what is the best way to translate the following Japanese song lyrics into English? Okay, and then he the, the poster give some song lyrics in English, and actually he took a shot at um, translating them into English himself. Um, so again, this could apply to any particular language, although this person was asking about a Japanese song or lyrics from a Japanese song. So that's a very good question. How do you, or what is the best way to go about translating song lyrics? So there's a few things to mention here. So I'm just you know, I, to be honest, I haven't really organized my thoughts very well, so I'm just going to give you my uh, kind of, we'll call it stream of consciousness here. And the first thing that comes to mind is music and songs in general are very artistic. So in when we compare it to something like, you know, movie scripts or, you know, a book that has a story um, other forms of art that have, you know, written language to them. Well, music, in my opinion, is a little bit different because it's a little more, we're going to say, creative in terms of creative writing, but also it has to fit into a certain frame, a framework. Okay, so that's, you know, songs that we enjoy listening to particularly on the radio or from your favorite artists, tend to fall into a particular pattern, and that's kind of the pattern that we've gotten used to over the years, you know, and as songs have become more popular. And, um, and, you know, we kind of refined our listening tastes throughout the years. And so, you know, most songs stay uh, to a, a sip, you know, particular format. And so when you write lyrics to a song, I, I'm guessing... You know, you've got to do your best to kind of fit them into that framework, if that makes sense. So now, yeah, there are uh, people who do it well, <laughs> we'll say, and some people who can get, uh, you can express their ideas pretty clearly, even longer sentences. Um, t 
Taylor Swift comes to mind. She's she's a master of you know just you know, putting out her thoughts and just just describing things that most of us can relate to in a very you know she doesn't really have to amend what she's thinking so much, but she does do a good job of fitting it in into her song. So I mean she's she's maybe an exception. But um, you know, when you write it's it's more artistic. It doesn't necessarily have to follow, you know, strict grammar rules. Um and so and a lot of it can be inferred. And uh, I think a lot of music is that way. And it, a lot of music uses symbolism to, you know, leave it up to the listener to decide what the meaning is for themselves. Okay. So with that being said, you know, if you're going to do a translation of a of particular song lyrics, well, you can definitely just do it as a literal translation first. That I guess that'd be my suggestion is just do a literal translation first. So what that means is kind of a word for word or sentence for sentence or line for line translation direct translation. Okay. Now what you may find is that it's going to sound a bit strange or it's not going to come out as natural as the original. And that's to be expected, I think, for the reasons that I mentioned earlier. But also, the other point that I wanted to mention, kind of the main points in this, is that the cultures are really, again, depending on what song we're translating, the cultures may be very, very different as well. Okay, so if we're talking about particularly a Japanese song, you know, the culture difference between the Japanese culture and American culture, in my opinion, are very, very different. So you're going to have a more challenging time getting a, we'll call it a true translation, if your goal is to get, you know, what the original artist had in mind, right? Because only the original artist can really authorize a translation, I guess, to to say, hey, this is what I meant. Now, of course, any of us can do a translation of a song. And again, we can do a literal translation. And then it's up to the listener at that point to interpret what that means. And that's a lot of what, you know, of the beauty in music and uh, lyrics that are in songs. So it's a very interesting question. Now, let me give an example of this, a couple of examples uh, that may hopefully clear things up. Okay, Now, I am going to use um, some Japanese examples just because that's what I'm familiar with. And maybe some of you can can make some comments below on other languages that may also pertain. I mean, we, we do have um, more and more crossover now, so that's interesting. The point to make before we go into the examples is, you know, when people write lyrics... They, and I'll give a quote um, from an artist to kind of support this, but when they write lyrics, it's in that particular language and to match the particular melody. Okay, So it, in other words, it wasn't meant to be translated from the beginning. And so, you know, and some artists will write particular lyrics in a language for a particular song. Now, what I mean by that, we'll go to our first example is uh, Queen. Okay, so Queen, of course, is a uh, British band, um, but they have a song which they wrote, uh, we'll say half <laughs> in Japanese. Okay? So 
you know, you can hear the first part of the song is in English, but then the next verse is in Japanese. Now, when I listen to it, uh, to the Japanese part, well, it sounds quite natural. And so, you know, I don't know if they just directly translated the first verse. I doubt it. I think they probably wrote it in Japanese to match that particular melody. Okay, so it sounds really natural in the song. Now, let me take another example. If we take、um, the song Simple and Clean by Utada Hikaru. So, Simple and Clean is actually an English version of her song called Hikari. Now, Hikari is completely in Japanese, and actually, it's, to be honest, my favorite song from her. <laughs> and on the Wikipedia page for Hikari, it's mentioned that the song lyrics are about. The mysteries in life and human activities. So, kind of vague there. But the song was then chosen to be part of a video game called Kingdom Hearts, which was released all over the world. And so she was prompted to release an English version of Hikari. And so she wrote lyrics specifically in English. For the song and the melody changed a little bit, you can tell, in the main chorus. Now, one of the interesting things about this example is、um, Utara Hikaru was interviewed and she mentioned the kind of the, the struggle <laughs> in this process. And I wanted to mention that because I totally understand. And so, this is from the same Wikipedia page, which I'll put a, a link to in the show notes. And again, you can get all the show notes at alsensei.com and then just click the podcast tab. You'll see、uh, the podcast there.、Um, and so this is taken from an interview she gave with Jetani Magazine. And I just want to read her quote here because I find it quite interesting. So again, this is Utara Hikaru explaining the process of writing simple and clean. So that was so hard. It's just. And it felt strained. And as a result, I'm happy that I worked hard to do those because those English versions are really good. And Simple and Clean, I think, is a really good song. And people, well, most of the people that know me here, they know me for that. But it's not ideal for me as a, as a writer, too, because actually I changed the melodies for Simple and Clean and Hikari because when you change the language you're singing in, the same melodies don't work. And as a writer, It's just very frustrating to have, like, you know, I wrote these melodies for Japanese words, and to have to write in English for that is just not right. And then, so for this,、um, this contract with Island Def Jam, in the beginning, I separated it to this English language album, and I don't do Japanese translations. I just, you know, my integrity as an artist just would not take that, could not take that. Okay, end quote. Okay, so、uh, very interesting. Um, quote there from her. And I, I totally understand that because, I mean, she, she does you know, have the experience of being raised in the United States, but then living、uh, her adult life in Japan. So she definitely is familiar with both cultures. And I can see you know, how one would struggle in that process. And I've, I've struggled in the process as well because a lot of people have asked me to do translations of certain works,、uh, certain. You know, reports, certain letters, things like that that they've written. So it's definitely it's a challenging thing because,、uh, you know, the culture difference. You know, people 
express things in a particular language because it's from that culture, right? And it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to express the same thing in another culture. It's a very kind of complex uh, thing to get into, very interesting question. I think I probably took the uh, the question a bit deeper than it was intended. But anyway, thank you for posing the question. It was a very interesting one today. And yeah, I appreciate if you have a question that you would like to ask, you can always send it to me, al at alsensei.com. And I'll definitely answer it uh, on the podcast for everybody. And be sure to get your 25 hot idioms for 2021 because the year is almost over. alsensei.com forward slash idioms. And I really, really appreciate you listening and downloading and helping make the English 2.0 podcast a success for 2021. And we will probably see you at least once or twice more before the end of the year. So please look out for us until the end of the year. Please give a rating and review if you have a chance as well. Thank you so much. And always remember to level up your learning and level up your life.